Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Train your body. Here's exercise physiologist Melanie Cole, MS. Does your workplace have a weight loss challenge or a fitness challenge, something that they want you to get involved in with the auspices of getting the whole team in shape, in better shape, because we know that losing weight does, you know, increase productivity and being in better shape helps keep a healthier work environment. But do those competitions, are they good or are they bad for the team? Are they good or bad for the whole corporate wellness program? My guest today is Dr. Brian Parr. He's associate professor of exercise and sports science at the University of South Carolina, Aiken. So, Dr. Power, welcome to the show. So these corporate wellness programs are all well and good until they turn it into this big competition. Is that a good thing, a bad thing? Is it like the TV, what they're seeing on The Biggest Loser? What are they trying to do? Uh, well, it's something that I think could be a good thing if it's done properly. Um, I think a lot of people who participate in those programs try to turn it into something like they see on TV, and that probably isn't good. Uh, they probably aren't going to be able to, to replicate that kind of uh, success um, in, in the environment they have. But certainly they're well-meaning, and you know, I, I've been involved with a couple of these kind of programs in my area and have really seen a lot of uh, excellent success from the people who are, are in them. I think the real issue is um, focusing on the short-term winning the competition for the individual or the team um, and how that plays into long-term success. So what have you seen when these do, because I've seen a few myself and, and I know I'm involved in a corporation right now that's doing the weight loss challenge. They're weighing in every week. Everyone's got a Fitbit and they're all on the same, you know, they handed out Fitbits and everyone's on the same thing so they can all see what each other's doing. And I'm trying to figure out myself if this is a good motivator or a, a fearful motivator. Well, I think it, if, if you do it right, both as the people setting up the program and the people participating, if you do it right, it is a good thing. First of all, you have an environment where everybody or many of the people are taking part, which gives you a lot of social support while you're doing the program. Um, and it's also designed to get people working together on this. And one of the things we know is, is that there, for a great many people, having sort of a, a, a buddy or a team or a group that they're, they're working with as they try to get in shape or lose weight really helps keep them on track and keep them motivated. So, I, I mean, I really think it, it can be a good thing. The downside is um, if, if there's an emphasis on the winning aspect, right? And so what you might get is some individuals or some groups who kind of try to, to win the weight loss challenge at all costs. And, and from my perspective, these are people who probably need to lose weight for the long term. So at the end of the 12-week program shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be where are they at a year from now. Okay, so if they are trying to win at all costs, in other words, maybe they're dehydrating before they step on that scale, or they're, you know, eating like a bird, but then you see them nodding off at their desk. You know, what do you do to even out the odds? What do you do to create one of those challenges at a corporate place? If somebody is listening and they are saying, you know, my business, I want to have one of those there. What would you tell them, Dr. Parr, to create this corporate wellness that's good for all and not too, you know, one-sided on the prize? Yeah, I, I think the, the emphasis would be on overall wellness. 
I think when you, when you take one aspect, whether it be fitness or whether it be weight loss, you're focusing kind of everyone's effort in that one area. And, and they might do that. They might achieve success in that area, but maybe at the expense of, um, like you said, their, their ability to get through their day, their ability to focus, and, and, and maybe in some cases even their health. Um, so I think focusing on wellness and focusing on health in general, and I think setting up guidelines so that the emphasis isn't on lose as much weight as quickly as possible. Um, you know, I've seen programs where they, they sort of have recommendations where if your team loses more than a certain percent of their weight in a given week, um, that, that they're, they can't participate in the next week of the challenge, right? So what it does is it keeps, it prevents what you just described, which is the kind of starving yourself or dehydrating yourself for the weigh-in. Um, it keeps everybody moving forward, but takes out that, that, that competition um, to the extreme aspect that could be a part of it. Well, I think that that's an important point to make because it can take away the motivation. It can do just the actual opposite. And the way that weight loss programs like Weight Watchers, you know, when they're weighing you in and the other people aren't looking and take your time a pound a week. But these things, you know, we're on an eight-week program here. In eight weeks, whoever loses the most weight gets, you know, the dinner for four at this very expensive (laughs) restaurant or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it's a shorter-term fix. What do you see that happens after that? What would you do differently? Yeah, so, well, you know, in the emphasis, and I think this, this applies to any kind of weight loss program, not just this sort of workplace weight loss challenge Absolutely. that we're talking about. Because people focus on the goal, right, whether it's um, losing weight for a, a wedding or this kind of, this kind of end point of a, of a competition. Um, all the emphasis goes into meeting the goal on that day, which many people do. But what they don't think about is what it's going to take to sustain that behavior, that weight loss in the long run. And, and I think the goal, obviously, would be to focus on the kind of healthy behaviors that people need to establish to be able to keep the weight off. Um, and I think that's perfectly doable. I think, you know, when people get away from the real extreme diets and the real extreme exercise, um, and focus on making smart decisions that are, that are going to move them in the right direction, that they're the ones who are going to see success both in that program and in the long run when the program ends. That's the key, is in the long run when the program ends. And so if you're involved in one of these programs and somebody is, you know, whether you're even just trying to do an event or trying to get ready for an event a little too quickly, you know, what's your best advice for people that would that want to do these things and want to do these events and, and they still are working at a place that's doing an eight week thing. You know, you're going to tell them, no, winning's not important. Just try and get the weight off. Just try and make it healthier. But yet there's still that push, Dr. Parr. So yeah. what would you say to them that they should ignore the prize? What if they really want it? Yeah. It, and, and especially if it's a team right now, you have the, the kind of the peer pressure to try and win. Um, and I think that's a difficult thing to get over. But I think what each person has to think about is what is winning to them, right? And there are some people that winning the eight-week challenge is, is all they really care about, and they don't care if they gain the weight right back. And, and I'm not sure um, that, that you're going to get very far convincing people like that not to do it. But by and large, the majority of the people who are involved are doing it because it's an opportunity to make some healthy lifestyle changes that they know they need to make and here's a chance to do it 
in, a, in, a, in an environment with people they work with where they're going to have lots of social support. And I think emphasizing um, the fact that this is their chance to start doing this type of, of healthy, healthy living and healthy lifestyle in a supportive environment and emphasizing that aspect of it, I think for many of the people that get involved is going to help them make the smart decisions that move them in the right direction and help them see success in the program. We only have about 30 seconds left. Do you like the Fitbit thing, the way everybody sort of is in tune to the same thing? Oh, well, the person four desks over walked two miles yesterday, so now i got to get my 40,000 steps today or my 10,000 steps today. You know that that kind of competition is good? I, I think it can be motivational, um, but like anything else, people can take it too far and um, and you know do more than they really should. But I think that devices like that really can help people understand what their activity level is like. And then using it, they can see how they change their activity. And I think the emphasis should be on what changes they're making, um, not necessarily what number of steps they get. But are they, are they accumulating more and more steps and in, in trying to uh, achieve a more active lifestyle? That's right. Are they gradually progressive and progressing and really doing the best that they can do and not pushing themselves to injury or to overcompetitive feelings? Because that can lead to really depressing things, I'll tell you what. You're listening to Train Your Body right here on Radio MD. If you missed any of the great information, listen anytime on demand or on the go. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening. Stay well. 